0: It's April sixteenth. Oh, it's twenty fourteen. Oh. You gotta do that again. Uh,
1: if I knew what you were doing, I would have gone along with it, but I didn't realize till you were halfway done. Uh, the door's not closed. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
3: <laughs> Disgusted babies. Uh, <laughs>
0: cast uh-huh. to ever emit. Uh, Only the coolest cast submitted. Uh, <laughs> Idle Thumbs. <laughs> Only the worst people hosting.
3: <laughs> I heard that it is. McCheese.
0: It is. It
1: is. It is April 16th, 2014. This is Idle Thumbs 154. I'm Chris Remo.
0: It's been a long time since that goddamn face showed
1: up. I realized I didn't know what episode it was. <laughs> I'm Jake Rodkin. And, and I'm Nick Brecken. You is it, are. Is it once it's a, been a long time since it is, that goddamn It's 154 face. and okay. Nick Brecken's here. Yeah. Hey, Nick. I thought you were referring to me, Jake. Nick doesn't get a special mention. He's just a fucking host. I'm, he's not a guest. I didn't, say, I didn't say we're joined by Nick. I said I and Nick Brecken's You're here. You're treating him as if we need to welcome him. Okay, sorry.
0: Training. Press start player four, Nick Brecken's here. Except he's <laughs> player three because Sean is not here.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah that's true
0: as people can tell because we introduced ourselves <clears throat> at the beginning
1: yes sorry since since nick is in fact here i want to talk about uh civilization after Earth. i want to talk
0: about some problems that i have with Nick <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> no, that nick's here
1: uh, you mean is it you're the o- it after you're earth? the only one or is it beyond earth? Me, or beyond earth yeah because you're the as oh, all right the other one's what shamalan yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. Civilization Titan AE. Right. <laughs>
1: well, you're the only one, one, other one on this podcast who I think would probably play that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think?
3: Um. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Rob Zachney actually wrote an article that people should read about. Oh, this. Oh, I think
1: was it like um, just the blog post one today? Um, or
3: recently? It was re- it was like in the last couple days. Yeah, he, about like, differences. Well, because it was announced and it was, you know, obviously drew comparisons to Alpha Centauri. Uh, Alpha Centauri. Well, the yeah. team
0: themselves sort of said.
3: They, they did not they didn't. Which they, well, they, they
0: can't say that it's Alpha Centauri, but they also sort of, like. Mm. The phrase inspired by Alpha Centauri showed up in official language once. Right. Oh, it did? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it did.
3: But it Like at at a the same tweet time, or something. At the same know, time, I'll the interesting that. thing about Rob's article is that he. I think in an interview that he conducted, kind of like you know, pinned them down and said like, "Is this that game or not?" And or you know, like, are you attempting to create a sequel to that game or is it radically different? And they basically said, "Well, it's not nearly as pessimistic. It's not really the same thing. It's more like a Civ Five expansion." Yeah, that's and, what I to guessed. Um, he kind of like nailed them to the like wall on it. It was really interesting. Like I was, oh, really? I was, I was. Maybe I didn't read the right <clears> story. <throat> yeah, no, it was really interesting, but um. Yeah, they more or less said that it's not, you know, and I didn't, I I can't really speak to Alpha Centauri, I wasn't, like, I, I remember playing it a couple of times, but I, I was not the guy that played that for a million years and know everything about it, um, yeah. so I know that what made it interesting was that it was pessimistic, and it was, um, you know, a uh, you know, they had a lot of interesting mechanics, like making your own units and things like that, which I don't think this is going to do. Um, have they said but, what it's going to? They have, they to have do? A, like yes. make, make your own
1: faction thing. I thought I read somewhere. Yeah, there's a uh, there's stuff like that.
3: There, the, the, like a lot of the um, the press centered around just the idea of uh, different yeah different races all like colonizing a planet and then. Um, the planet itself being somewhat of an adversary and like just having a huge phase of the game where i mean
1: that that is like alpha centauri influence for sure
3: right because what the planet i think was actually like a thing in alpha centauri where it would like fight back or something i I don't don't remember remember, but um yeah it seemed like that game to an extent but um they did more or less admit that it's it's not it's still kind of retaining the sort of optimistic viewpoint of civ 5 as a default which is interesting to me, like after watching the trailer for this game and getting really excited about it. Cause I think everything that Praxis does now is just generally exciting. Uh, I went back and played a ton of Civ five because that's just what I do. And it is like looking at it from that perspective. It is like a strangely optimistic Civ game.
1: I'm and fine with that though.
3: I know you are, but yeah. the one thing I will say is that when you look at it and play a full round of it with like, basically analyzing it from that critique you mean c um, five for example yeah yeah it it does sort of fall apart in a in a certain sense like
0: nick's only talking about c5 right i'm now.
3: only talking about c5 yeah um like it doesn't attempt to model realistic representations of things like military industrial complexes or you know mm-hmm. like the i like got right now in my in my round i'm um basically um in an g- enormous, like, great war, essentially, but I'm just researching stuff in the background, and, like, the fact that the entire, like, science component of the game is entirely separate from everything else, and you don't really receive bonuses, like, war doesn't really factor into any of that stuff, it is extremely optimistic. Like, it's not, like, you can't, like, in Civ 4, people will correct me when I am totally wrong about this, but I'm fairly certain that when you took over cities you could raise them and receive, you know, bonuses like instant bonuses for doing that, right? Mm-hmm. In Civ 5, taking over a city like going to war in general is like extremely taxing. Like there's yeah, no sure. There's no quick version of just like taking over a city and yeah. so like when you look at it from then just an actual like historical perspective, it's not really attempting to model like <clears throat> It's not especially by Era. It's not attempting to do anything um and and that's definitely and, true about Civ 5. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I I agree with you that it doesn't bother me as a game player, but when you look at it from that perspective, um yeah. it is it does it
1: does kind of I think that's a totally fair fair criticism and I do think yeah. that Civ, 5, Civ 4 is a stronger game than Civ 5 definitely, but also one of the th- reasons I'm excited for Beyond Earth is that I feel like in making it a game that is not Technically, a sequel to an existing civilization game, even though it's obviously heavily modeled after Civ Five, um, I'm hoping that it can have to deal less with direct comparisons to like a, pre- a prior Civ game. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, Well, yeah. I think
3: that's one of the that was one of the the things with Civ Five is it was clearly meant to play as it, like they were attempting to distance themselves from the Civ series in some respects. Like, I think it was yeah. a deliberate attempt to do something Yeah, new. to reinvent a bunch of stuff. Um, and then, you know, by extension, they're going to leave some things on the side of the road that people really liked about Civ, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I agree that I think that, yeah, this is, this is a decent
1: opportunity for them to yeah. get away from some of that. <clears throat> I, it sounds like, also I don't know it sounds like in Rob, I just like in Rob's piece which I did actually realize I read I just didn't take mm. quite as you're right that he he has a sort of very um skeptical yeah. opinion toward it which that, yeah. I see what you mean now but um he's he he's he infers that the game is going to be just a lot less about warfare in general right which again I'm totally fine with and I feel like if that if they go into it with that as like an understood pillar of the game Mm. which it's tougher to do in a civ game because the civ games have for 20 years yeah. been about in large part like world domination um i feel like that could be interesting like they've talked about the notion well, of like completion quests rather than yeah. Like, traditional victory conditions. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but, like, it might be interesting to try. There are there are quests in the game right now, actually, um, weirdly enough. Like, the city-states give you quests. I think that might be new with the recent expansion. Oh, well, um, I know that stuff. I played a oh, lot of the expansion. I'm, yeah. I was talking about in the new game. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. they're saying for victory rather than... Oh, I see. Yeah, they're saying <laughs> to actually win the game, you, there might be, like, victory quests. Which, oh, sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. But I, no, I, I know the, the city state stuff I actually like yeah. in... Civ 5. Like I know some people didn't, I don't know. I feel like Civ 5 is I didn't at first and then now that I'm playing it again, I am embracing it and I actually really like it. Is that it. because
0: yeah. of changes that were made over the expansion packs or is it just Maybe. because your
1: perception of it is different well, after a they, time? I as I recall in the in the most in the like big expansion pack of Civ 5 what is the most recent one? Gods and Kings. Yes. Or is there another one after that? I can't
3: no. remember. Uh, no, no, yeah. It's I think the, Gods it's, and Kings was the, the if that was the
1: first one, and then there was a the second one It was something beneath or starts with a B. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, the second one was the one that I liked a lot. I think Brave New World. Brave, Brave New World. World. Yeah, that one beefed up City States a lot. I think, mm-hmm. and I, I already liked City States as a <laughs> yeah. sort of concept, and then right. they made them more interesting in the. But anyway, the thing I was going to say about Civ Five is I feel like Civ Five is or the Civ series in general, I feel like has always had this like odd, even trade off of like new ideas and then refinement where I feel like Civ one and Civ three are probably not as strong and five, maybe like, although we don't have a Civ six yet, but like Civ one and three are probably not as strong as Civ two and four, right. which are kind <clears throat> of seen as like the strong, um, I actually never played Civ three, but, but I played all the other ones and, uh, it feels like they kind of every other entry bite off a lot of like big stuff that mm-hmm. really, it's really true. pays off. When I think SIP3 was the it.
3: first to start to model things like culture. And they didn't, you know, I I could be wrong, but I I believe that that's the case. Yeah. And I think they just did it in a very clumsy way, whereas Civ IV then kind of made the, Mm -hmm. like, they made culture... The even number
0: Civs or the, oh, I see what you were trying to do there, Civilizations, where, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and it would be great if they went back to something like that for this game, this expansion, because it feels like if you're going to do something that de-emphasizes... Warfare, the military aspect, yeah. then it, you know, I feel like they should start to beef up those mechanics. But like the, yeah, because no, the agree. culture stuff in Civ IV was fantastic. And in playing five again, I'm just like, oh God, I wish that I had the same sort of culture boundaries that they were doing because that was really smart. I love culture
1: boundaries, yeah. Yeah, it's um, fucking good. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I'm hoping also that all of the, like faction specific stuff pays off in the new game because that was also a really strong part of Alpha Centauri. Like, yeah. But it's also just to, not to rag on Civ Five because
3: I still think it's a really good game, but it is one of the things that I don't think Civ Five does very well. No, I, I agree. Um, that and, like, World Wonders, all of that stuff just feels, like, really Although kind of pushed to the background.
1: Yeah. I liked the religion stuff in Civ Five. Yeah.
3: No. The religion, I think, is actually an improvement over four.
1: Like, the religion but... felt like an example of how to do faction-style things in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of created your religion over the course of yeah. millennia. Like I was listening to this interesting. Well, it's Civ 4 was just like, you founded Christianity and then that was it. Like It was basically well, just. Well, 4 just makes a different statement just, about that stuff, right? It does. It's like the shit is interchangeable. Right. Um, but I was, I was listening to a really interesting, like it was a fresh air <clears throat> interview with a guy who wrote a book that's coming out on Easter. And it's about like the historical Jesus. And I can't remember what it's called. I think I heard the same interview. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, it was. It's about like how the conception of Jesus by Christians has evolved over the past, past two millennia. Oh, it's about mm. the the fundamental thrust of the book is how Jesus did not consider himself to be a god, right? And like how that belief structure evolved and was in large part responsible, or like allowed christianity to spread in the way it did and like listening to this interview like really reminded me how much religions like evolve yeah. over centuries and <clears throat> millennia and are not like the doctrine is not I mean, we all know this I, I think generally speaking but like he was just going through it beat by beat and i'm like man i like how they kind of reflect that in a <clears throat> less specific way in civ 5 yeah by having you build up the like the tenets of this thing over mm-hmm. yeah, that's over really the course cool. of a playthrough, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I hope this game is good. I'll play it no matter what. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna enjoy it no matter Same. what. Same, guaranteed. I yeah. knew when that the first thing that came out was that
0: just picture of the box of the guy looking at yeah, a space out station and a, and like a planet behind hole, it, portal, like yeah, portal. And then it yeah. said Civilization at the top. Like, well, this is <laughs> Chris is yep. is done now. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: and there, I basically every Civ cutscene is like my favorite game cutscene, mm-hmm. essentially because they're also even the even the ones in the games that are themselves like. um, Less optimistic. The cutscenes are always so like grand and yeah. like inspiring, um, and even if the game, like even if the games reflect that to different extents and in different ways, I just like that there's a development team who every time they make a game, they're like, okay, like whether or not this is like just sort of. Boundlessly optimistic, or whether it's cynical in some way, <sighs> it's going to recognize like the breadth of accomplishment mm-hmm. over the course of human civilization. And like, that's such a rad thing, yeah, to want to represent in a video game. Yep. Um, and like the trailers always reflect that, and I, I always find it really cool. Yeah. Like, I totally will cop to just getting like that is like, um, god, the yeah, just sentimental. Like, it's like catnip, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I like it on but a the, level that um, is like instinctual, not like intellectually considered i'm just like i just love this somebody took the civ 5
3: trailers like i think like the press trailers mm-hmm. or maybe it's the actually maybe what they've done i think actually what they've done is they've done cutscenes to start like civ 5 and then the two expansions and now the space one but like they all cover like a certain chunk of civilization and like somebody took them and made like a big super cut and it's fucking insane. Like it's wait, what? I don't understand. You mean like the the,
0: the original Civ five opening you're saying like only covers this periods of history and then they've, they're like, is it like they're filling in the gaps in the different ones or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody what made what some kind of... If you of edit incident. together Civ Five cutscene plus Gods and Kings cutscene plus Brave New World cutscene oh, plus yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the new oh. space one, if you fold them together, oh, you can make shit. a fucking did huge... That? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my
1: God. I didn't understand what you were describing. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. No, it's... it's so at really some good. point... So wait, what did they do with the audio? Um, I don't remember.
3: Like, it's been, it's, like, I didn't watch, I'm sure somebody's taken the the recent one. Like, I, I watched the version that was, like, the the, the first three. Right. Um, if, but if,
1: no, but I mean, but I'm saying, like, did the voiceover, did they just blend the voiceover together? Or what did they? Who's um, to say? Yeah, I think it is. They just, they just stitched them together. They didn't, like, yeah. redo the narration. No, I think the narrator is actually, dis- I think the narrator is consistent between. No, I thing. understand that. Oh, I, sorry. Because he
0: talks even. over the whole thing. But if Firaxis makes enough Civilization games in their modern incarnation, someone could just make Chris Ramos' dream feature film out of enough <laughs> Well, openings. someone,
1: someone yeah. suggested, I don't think they're going to do this, but someone suggested Firaxis take the Paradox approach and make Civ Five saves importable into oh, man. Uh, Beyond Earth. That'd be fucking good. Which would be rad. That would be super cool. I don't know what that would mean because the game takes place <laughs> on a different planet. But right, it would still be a cool thing, even if it just fed in little variables. Well, if you
0: have, if whichever your civilization, if you create a space victory, if that save uh, somehow ends up just being on that planet for some reason,
1: like if just there's just weird backstory to the <laughs> right to the saga of mankind that is just
0: like, yeah I'm just, just oh also
1: anyway the Zulus were just total badasses back on Earth.
0: <laughs> yep, I guess we're them. Kind of. Anyway, yeah. we have this weird fucking kind, of, uh, semi-arbitrary religion that I guess evolved organically, right. and we still really ha- we have these racist jokes about this one city state. <laughs> I don't know what a city state is either.
1: <laughs> God, it would be awesome, and they're not they're not going to do this. But the best would be if like earth religions were still maintained in this game. Oh like how like how, like how Judaism, Judaism is in, are Dune? in Dune, which is yeah. like one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah. This is a really dumb question that I will now ask. Are there aliens in this game? I, I don't, don't know. I saw references Was to like Alpha Centauri all people.
1: Yeah, but there were alien species. Yeah, it
3: seems like the planet itself is Okay, but alien, there's not but there, not It's know. not
0: like it doesn't go Star Trek where they replace <clears throat> different civilizations and like races or whatever on Earth.
1: don't there was there was like aliens. in an interview there <clears throat> was like made reference to like races or something, and I didn't know what it. Meant. Well, you yeah, you create a race, but is there, it's but the it's when they say race they don't mean like a they species. mean a,
3: right they mean a race from Earth that is colonizing a planet. Okay, like the fiction is mean that like a
1: society race seems like a weird word for that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, you I think within that race. race, you you determine what society like. There are different pillars. Like, I think there are. What like, do you mean? What of, do you mean when you say race? Then I don't understand what you mean. Like, give me an example of a race that I would map to currently. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know what they mean. Either. You mean like humans, or do you mean like white people? I, I think they're talking
3: about <laughs> ethnicity, is what they're talking That's about. That's bizarre. I, I I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't read it that closely, but I think that like, yeah, I I don't know what it actually means from a gameplay standpoint either. But I think that the um.
1: I don't. Well, I just something mean I saw. What is, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. I don't know. I'm it's weird.
3: Like, um there are a lot of just like futurist, like um you know, societal because that is pillars not that an
1: optimistic future if we're all still splitting ourselves up by fucking ethnicity. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's hilarious. I don't know if that's the case or not. Um,
1: <laughs> you love the spore creature creator. <laughs> I think they refer to everything as factions here.
3: I I saw Race as well, though. I know.
1: I saw... There's one interview where, like, Race race was mentioned. (laughs) And I don't... I just can't... I don't know what... I couldn't figure out what the context was. Huh. It was in this huge, like, seven-page PC Gamer interview. Anyway, whatever. Um, I'm sure they're not going to make a game that is weirdly, blatantly, overtly racist at that level. So that's my suspicion. Mm, um, Good. Yeah. Glad we're... (laughs) But yeah, I know that's a different question, to the but I... The... Well, I'm, I just <laughs> suspect they won't. I don't know,
0: right? <laughs> yep. When I first saw the art who the can game, say? having known nothing about Alpha Centauri at all, I was wondering to myself, is this now supposed to be basically Star Trek? Which it sounds like it's not, which is good. I hope it's not. As far as, like, yeah, you you're, I mean, you play you can play seemed, as The Human play You can also trailer, be the trailer. The trailer looks green like ones with gills.
1: Or, yeah, the trailer you know? looks like near future. Yeah, just regular ass humans need a place to live now because they show like the pyramids and shit are in the the trailer. You know what I mean? Like they it's it. The trailer makes it look like a very direct because civilization right. games always end if you end with the science victory. They end with you blasting yeah. off and traveling to Alpha Centauri, and that's like where the original game Alpha Centauri right. picks up. Um, I mean, well, it doesn't really pick up directly there, but, like, I've always imagined that to be the implication.
0: I remember... I read... Because I, I never followed this stuff. I, I played Civ One, and that's it. But, but Alpha Centauri doesn't have the civilization name attached because when they made that, they did not have the rights they didn't to Alpha Centauri. It. It's a axis game. I know. But, and know. now they're making what is... For some purposes, a spiritual successor to Alpha Centauri. But it's called civilization. But they can't use the word Alpha (laughs) Centauri because they don't have the rights to it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. It's weird. Good work, those guys. Yeah. So that, yeah. As long Mm. as they don't fly there and then find, like, weird scuttling aliens.
3: Okay, so I guess each game starts with a different nation-based sponsor. From Earth, providing gameplay bonuses as oh, well oh
1: really, like actual tr- like real countries, I guess oh, as well the as best. player pres- so, you should, the arms. You should, so you should be able to totally be able to you should be able to that do would that. Be awesome!
3: Yeah. I bet you, eh, I bet they're gonna announce that. God, I bet that would be that'd great. be fucking good. But yeah, and then I guess you take like but, a but, spaceship, cargo, and colonists, and then start your civilization, and then. There are affinities, so civilizations have different affinities now, and like one of them is harmony, which try to adapt their DNA to fit the planet. Oh the, yeah, and there's like and the, purity, which supremacy, is purity. Yeah, pure, purity is the humanist thing. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Anyway, cool. cool. I don't know.
0: Yeah, given how how on PC and like, this is not going to come out on consoles, right? Civ Five wasn't a console I thing.
1: Think, no, I think they gave up on the on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> given though that. Everyone stores all their save data in the cloud at this point anyway. It seems like... That's true. A game of this scope, they could potentially be able to manage that.
1: Just through your Steam account. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that'd be awesome. Or your Uplay account.
1: It's not an Ubisoft game.
0: Seems like you want to maximize the markets you're on. (laughs) Log in to claim this humble save game.
1: Civilization Beyond Earth, first non-Ubisoft game to... (laughs) utilize you play yep. <laughs> most questionable decision possibly ever made in the video game industry as long as it also uses the you draw <laughs> from thq yep.
3: weird yep speaking of ubisoft i got a sweet seg yep. going here oh
0: i was excited about the alternate universe where this oh. where this civ 5 game was so, Only drastically playable. underfunded that Only they had playable to, playable like, in Nolan yeah.
1: Bushnell's concept restaurant. Uh, <laughs> you wink! You, you, you wink. Uh, maybe it oh works with all of these God. features, but it's because they couldn't scrape the budget
0: together. So, it's like...
1: This game is coming <laughs> it's out... It's our vision! What the God! <laughs> fucking bean counters. It's
0: coming out new play with the U draw. Oh, I see you're saying. Playable in wink. They're fucking subsidized by all these also... <laughs> It's coming out on Ouya. Uh, <laughs>
1: <it's> got- <laughs> Only <laughs> Ouya U Wink exclusive. Ouya U You U w- Draw you Play exclusive.
0: If <laughs> <laughs> you affix this custom RFID Man. chip to your Ouya and bring it into Ouya. a U Wink and plug it into the little <laughs> digital jukebox menu robot. Uh, this Civilization 5 game will appear. It will notice the state of the actual future that exists and uninstall itself. <laughs>
1: Sorry, your segue. Anyway, this game's a fundamentally optimistic view of our, <laughs> right. our future as human beings. <laughs> that is just the equivalent. That is, that, like... That is spoken in the tone of Jeff Keeley, surrounded by Doritos and Mountain Dew, <laughs> right. with a bemused expression <laughs> yeah. on his face in front of a Halo poster. Right.
0: Instead, it's a person with a fucking U <laughs> draw in his lap, in a U wink, <laughs> with a wink and a, a double size like. Hang from the ceiling on fishing line, uh, GameStop box of this game, right?
3: Yeah, Uwink was just what the restaurant with basically like a screen that you could order from. Yeah, it was right? a restaurant with like touch so that's screen. That's just like ADMs every Applebee's now. It's just Wait, like really every Applebee's
1: has that. It's just like, yeah, like Applebee's licensed like all... technology, <laughs> right? From yeah. Nolan Bushnell, creator of the Atari, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. Didn't Comments. he also create
1: Chuck E. Cheese? yes oh, did he? he did no oh, yeah. way i never do that i think so yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 does he did uink also have weird creepy animatronic bands and stuff i don't think so i don't think so
0: yeah
1: did, you mean like a robot band did
0: i just, did nintendo own chucky e. cheese Isn't some major game company own Chuck E. cheese for a long time mm, i
3: don't know i don't think so atari <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but i, I don't, don't think so i hope nintendo did anyway no, so that guy Chuck e. cheese has had owned games. the
1: restaurant the most strangely named restaurants Basically, in our history, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Mega McCheese. Ewing.
3: I
0: think Chuck E. Cheese used to have a different name that was, that was more gross. Um, yes, it
3: was, it was. Yes, they did. Um, oh, God. What was it?
1: Uh, Chuck E. Cheese's slogan is where awesome parents go. <laughs> that, is really, what? that is really reaching. Wow. That is, really that is, des- that is wow. a desperate. It's also, Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, it oh yeah. It even more Chuck E.
3: Cheese's. Cheese's is, is, is what kid. you said when you were. Um, a uh, it was right.
0: formerly Chuck e. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater. Pizza Time
1: Theater, yes.
3: Yeah. Which is disturbing in a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah, it was founded by Nolan Bushnell. The brand is that.
0: represented by Chuck E. Cheese and Anthropomorphic Mouse.
1: Yeah. Um, Chuck E. Cheese's makes $60 million in profits a year. Or, no, wait, that's a quarter. <laughs> oh, no, wait, it's a day. Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> I can't tell. The, the Wikipedia has not been updated since 2009 about this. About its actual revenue and income. What if Bushnell oh, God, purchased it was founded in Warner. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, what are we doing, must
3: have started with Atari games.
1: It was founded in Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater by Nolan Bushnell in
0: 1977. This information and more is available at wikipedia.org. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Gross.
3: Yeah. I had a word. Can't wait to
1: play uh, Beyond Earth. I played Avatar. that Jurassic
3: Park game a lot of Chuck E. Cheese. What Jurassic Park game? Also the Simpsons arcade. Oh, yeah. That's where I played the Simpsons. Yeah.
0: So if we're talking about weird meta discussions about our technological future, that feels like it's also a valid, and the games industry, that feels like it's also a valid segue into uh, what you were going to talk about.
3: Oh yeah, it's true. I played Assassin's Creed 4, which... Did you beat it? I didn't. <sighs> it's a shocking fact about a game that I played. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what to... I, like, I didn't know... I, I don't know why... I don't know why... <laughs> I don't, what am, why was I playing this game? I don't know. I guess, like, Assassin's I mean, Creed... Why not? Well, why not? Yeah, it's like you know, I like open world games. I like assassins. um, I like assassins. I like creeds. Professing a creed. I like. Yeah, I enjoy these things. So I thought, all right, I will play a game that is a big budget AAA game. I haven't done it in a while, and I had a weekend where I just wanted to basically, you know, turn my brain off and you know, on what system? Yeah, this game. uh ps4 actually oh a current gen yeah. experience yes yes um keeping up with those joneses those video joneses um but i don't know i so the weird thing like this is fucking like i was not prepared for what happened to me playing are you this saying game. you were not ready for i was not ready experience yeah i wasn't
0: okay. <laughs> just making sure for the gauge of preparedness
3: god i wonder how many people remember that these days uh you are not ready yeah yeah um, that was Mortal Kombat, right?
0: That's just the original. That's the oh, that was the PlayStation. The- that's right? the launch of the PS One. The PS
3: One, yeah, 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 right. Um, the PSX, yeah. <laughs> Why was it called the PSX? I don't know. Weird. The GCN. I think
1: people just wanted a third letter in the acronym to make it sound more like a real thing. But then, so they. But released then there was the- a real PSX that was like a weird. It looked a- like a three audio visual device, yeah. right? Weird. Anyway, I played Assassin's Creed 4. Then there was 4. the PS1. P-S-O-N-E. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Which was like a device Ooh. that they released. Mm-hmm. And then there was the Xbox One.
0: <laughs> and then there was the X-Bone. And then there was the Ape Extreme. <laughs> and then there was um. nothing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Then there was Assassin's uh,
3: Creed 4. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's, I like... So I hear you play like a, as a video game tester in this
3: game? You do. It's really weird... Okay. So I, I started playing the game and obviously expecting that there would be that weird frame story of like... There's, yeah, the animus. There's like the, the, boy, the animus thing. You're, yeah, you're a dude in a white place. You know, it's like really white. But in fact, the white place <laughs> was a, a video a game place. studio. <laughs> oh, so an accurate white place. Right. Still. So you, you like, I don't even remember how it begins, but basically you walk through the doors of this place... And this woman who is speaking in like, you know, she's bilingual and she's speaking in a French accent and she says like, welcome. To, you know, Animus Industries or whatever. Uh, it's your first day on the job, so let me show you around. And she's just like pointing at stuff, and then she just points to a big, like, LCD screen that's like enormous, it like covers a wall. And a huge, like, key art image of Assassin's Creed Liberation appears, and she says, Maybe you've seen our recent experience, Assassin's Creed Liberation or whatever. <laughs> or it's just called Wait, Liberation. Sorry, it's just called, yeah. Yeah, it was the most recent game. And I was like, weird, huh? I wonder what this is about. She's like, anyway, let's go upstairs and meet some of your coworkers. And there's just a bunch of guys around with, like, their fucking iPads. And she's like, here, here, here's your, like, you know, your ah, animus proprietary pad thing. And she hands you it, and you just have an iPad in your, like, first-person view that you can access at all times. So she's like, okay. Is there
0: also a second screen experience that you can link to your real iPad?
3: <laughs> if not,
0: I don't see the purpose of playing this game, but I wouldn't no. be surprised if it was. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
3: So she takes you in to this office building and walks you over to a cube and you sit down and she says, <laughs> sorry. I lost
1: my Chris- telephone <laughs> by sitting on a couch. I don't know how that is possible. Actually.
3: Chris is just baffled. Okay, he's been baffled by. He's <laughs> tearing apart the couch. How can I operate under these conditions? I got it. I can't... Chris found his phone. Content <laughs> podcast. Fine. <laughs> this is the dumbest uh, episode. <laughs> anyway. What? So, so I walked huh? up. Huh? Weird. The um, dumbest episode. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So anyway, how could that be? She brings you into the office and she sits you down and she's like, "Anyway, so what we need you to do is play through the latest experience. Is it's about Assassin's Creed Four. It's about being a pirate uh, <laughs> and you're like this guy Edward and anyway, enjoy." And like, so and then it, it's it just segs into fucking Wait, okay. the actual game. So uh, but then so what I, you do No, I have to ask a question. No, oh yeah. Okay. I got to interject <laughs> yeah, because yeah. When you say
0: this, d- does she still give you the fucking Animus VR rig, or is your guy no. not sitting down at a Dell? He's
3: in front of a dual monitor setup. Okay, <laughs> so, so you sit down in your cube. So he has like he has a WinTel compatible uh-huh. machine. Okay, yeah. so you sit down in your like open air office cube setting. You know, I mean, it's not a cube, but it's just it's a station in an open. You know, it looks mm-hmm. like a goddamn game developer, and you <laughs> you start playing the game, and you're a pirate. And you're a pirate for, like, I don't know, 30 minutes. And then it sucks you back out, as it does. But as it's doing that, a screen pops up, and it says, Mission 1 Complete, 90% whatever. Please rate this mission. And then you have to give it, like, a star rating out of five stars. Uh-huh. And that's part of the in-world fiction, is that you're this guy playing these levels right. and rating them. So but not- in actuality, these these ratings are going back to Ubisoft, <laughs> to receive data about like how you liked the mission, <laughs> so
0: you're it's not actually, insane. You're
3: not, you're not playing as
0: a game tester finding bugs. You're actually in a, you're a focus tester. Yeah, you're a focus we're a focus tester, tester
3: basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, what you're doing is it's your first day on the job, and so you're focus testing their their most like oh, their, so their it's, beta.
0: It's it is you're, the actual yeah. move of being a new person right. in the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, like, oh, I, I got, got some fresh eyes. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> and track. so, like okay. maybe like two hours into the game, she's like. You know, we get you get to a, a little uh, uh, Animus Industries whatever thing, and she's like, "Ah, eh, so I got to give you this goal now. Go up to the top and talk to like the CEO." And you go up to the top of this like skyscraper. It's like thirty stories, and as you're ascending, you see that you're just like it just hits like the open view, you know, glass, just like insane vista. It is just Montreal. And you get to the top and the like you walk into this guy like the CEO's office and he's just got key art from Assassin's Creed Four all over his walls. And he's just like he's on the phone with some guy talking about like their next game. Yeah. And he's like, oh, anyway, like, uh, thanks for being our employee. I'm really glad that you're uh, joining the team. Anyway, go back
1: down and continue writing the game. And you just, that's just. This, so what? the escapism of this game also extends to the notion that you would be hired as a QA tester in a major corporation <laughs> and would be introduced to the CEO on your first day. Right. That's but another. like <laughs> yeah. by him apparently not caring that much about
0: you. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Wait. The point just, of this, as as a person, as a game developer that was just looking to spend a weekend away from thinking about <laughs> making games, to be suddenly in this position where the entire like story
1: of this game is being a game, like I just so it wait, was incredible. Is, is is it also fictionally true that this company was supposed to have developed Assassin's Creeds one through three and Brotherhood and Revolutions? Whatever the hell they're all Do they talk
0: about having another studio in Europe that develops (laughs) the odd-numbered ones?
3: I don't... I wasn't paying that... I wasn't paying attention, but they do do... They they talk about, like, the first Assassin's Creed guy. And, like, I think basically, like, they've just gotten... I think the fiction is just that that guy, like, the stuff that he did in that game, like, his experience or whatever... It's still totally
1: fictional? It's just inside some fucking video game that these other people made? No, 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 no. That guy
3: was a real guy. He experienced like the experiences of whatever, like Wait, so are the they Crusades. This on itself
0: now, where his real life experiences, he is now like, let's monetize this shit.
3: No, no, no. There, oh, okay. at one point, you find like video footage on a PC of that guy's like corpse because he dies in. Oh, spoiler! He dies in like Assassin's <laughs> Creed Most One. I guess. Man dies. Oh, Animus um, man in the first game. Animus man dies, but like he, like the stuff that he did is like the foundation for their company because like now. They've evolved to the to the place where they can Wait, just so, sell these experiences. So they experiences. released like
1: Assassin's Creed Three, and everyone's like, "Oh, what's this a sequel to?" Uh, this weird classified <laughs> uh, psycho. Well, they don't call a psychological experiment. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, right. Like, what well,
1: if this one's called Assassin's Creed Four? They must have released three other consumer. I think products. that in the, in the
0: world, it's just called whatever. Black. Flag. It's called Liberation. liberation it's called yeah.
3: Black Flag. It's called. They, what oh. they do is the, the colon <laughs> is the name of their game. The, everything on the left side of the colon is it's, our it's, game. Uh, you in see, Assassin's left Creed, side of the colon,
1: uh, our our universe, world. A company releases. Oh, a you game, pass less, through the colon. Okay, this is less <laughs> fucked <laughs> up Just, than I thought you meant it was. Passing I mean, through it's the so colon, absurd. But I thought you meant inside Assassin's Creed Four. There is. A game called Assassin's Creed 4, <laughs> which is itself supposed to be the sequel no, to no, the no. game's Assassin's Creed 3. Well, that's no, going to be one. the next
3: one where you well, play no, inside
0: playing as the Inside guy.
3: our Assassin's Creed 4 is a game called
1: Black Flag. Yeah, but not called Assassin's Creed 4. Right.
0: But when they get bored of this shit and it's on Assassin's Creed 7, <laughs> yeah. then you will play as the guy who's looking through the memories of the game tester. <laughs> right. That's it's, probably it's actually just Assassin's a fucking Creed twist 7. of the end of this one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. It probably then goes, oh, "My distant ancient relative was a video <laughs> game tester?" <laughs> But he was also <laughs> had an Animus. Rate animus this experience I mean, one star out of five. <laughs> this game's been out for months now, so everyone in the world is just looking at us going,
3: fuck you, shut up. Oh, yeah, no, this is, I was you know hesitant to actually No, it's it fine, because I
0: had heard that this was the case, but I also was probably not ever going to play this game, so I just right. wanted to have the opportunity to hear what the fuck is going well, on it. Well, it, it was
3: crazy to me because I had not heard anything about it, and it was just the thing that I, in a yeah. million years, did not expect. Did not. It's weird. <laughs> it's a really weird thing. So did, I don't know. So the
1: the... Fu- It's probably less weird to people who aren't. So the the actual story that happens in the Black Flag game inside Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is not supposed to carry any narrative weight or be real? No, it does, because it was
3: something that actually happened. You're just living out that memory as a person who has now like
1: experiencing the packaged form of it. So the the idea then is So they're just to people in that world who are just normal people, they're selling this like Right. They're, They're packaging, packaging
0: a it. True story. Yeah. <laughs> a sick
3: pirate assassin.
1: <laughs> They're slapping on a plastic
3: lunchbox, Chris. Yeah, I like just... that a lot, though. That the
0: like it feels. It's it's hard to know without any of us having completed the game. Yes, and with the rest of the internet having completed the game. Yeah, but from where it's it is at the start, it just feels like the team who've made all these games got sick of all of their lore and said. Okay, what actually happened is the people in the universe also got sick of it, and they also then just monetized I mean, the shit out of it, and that's the story of the game now.
1: Yeah, I honestly uh, like... Register a Uplay account.
0: <laughs> yeah, please. please, No you draw detected. Game <laughs> closing.
3: It does um, ask you to register a Uplay account every time you play the game. It's hilarious. Anyway, I didn't Uplay bring it up because... inside the game inside the I game? I hope so. It's just called
1: if, if that guy is nagged to register no, <laughs> he's, think,
0: he's just Just says <laughs> do I uh, And then the lady's like oh no we haven't uh, enabled you playing These bills yet he goes oh thank fucking christ And then he, <laughs> and then he starts playing the game <laughs> This is yeah. DRM free 75% <laughs> of the way
1: through the game You have to now register your play account Because right. they've hooked up those systems
3: Oh, oh man And then That's... you assassinate the man who designed it <laughs> It's just the final guy.
1: Got my own idea for a level, guys. God, if one of the levels in the game, if one of the like pirate levels in the game is just like shitty gray box like like a mid one where you can get all the money and all the power-ups. <laughs> If one of them's just the, like, just the test stupid level. test level where you have yeah. everything, maybe it is. It probably already is in the game. Right. Well, jokes, when you
3: load into the game, you run around in just, like, a weird gray that box. That already happens in all and, the Assassin's Yeah, I know. But, but like, in this for some version, reason. it feels like... Right. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, you, what you want is the structure of this game to then, like... It fucking might. Given that they have this conceit, who knows what it does. Everyone else in the world does, but... <laughs> My hope and dream would be that it would start Charlie Kaufmaning itself. Like, it would start doing an oh, adaptation yeah. turn right. where just, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, events yeah. of the game just
1: start bleeding into yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean,
0: how what, how jokey you get with it or not, where it's like the marketing guy pitches the actual ending of the game <laughs> and that ends up being
1: what it fucking is. Like, right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, weird. The end of the frame story, also. Like, yeah, just yeah. this right. weird meta story yeah. where
0: the pirate's life also yeah. just turns into this crazy, stupid wish fulfillment. Uh, power fantasy thing like 300 million times more than it ever has been before and the CEO and creative director are displaced and moved <laughs> to special thanks.
1: Yeah, at uh, the end of... God. <laughs> the credits at the end of the game are just your character's name listed in every position. Right. <laughs> at the end of the actual real game is that? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's probably not what it is. Probably not. No. But,
3: anyway.
0: Because if they did that, then the thing about that that would be Interesting and terrible is if they had a game where you're playing through what are ostensibly real memories, but you're inside this commercial organization that's repackaging them, and then like the corporate and marketing interests are modifying the contents of what is ostensibly a real thing that you're playing through, Mm -hmm. that would then also contribute to the Assassin's Creed... Like meta lore and people who are really into it for that would go insane because the implication would be that history yeah, has this in is fact been changed, right. changed in- by inaccurate. malicious third party. Yeah. They're, ret- yeah. they're
3: retconning themselves. Yeah.
0: yeah. So then the next yeah. game can then go back to being serious because you've uncovered the conspiracy that you in fact can alter the recording of human right. history. Right. right. Uh, so that's probably what the next then, Assassin's Creed
3: is. Then you can download the DLC though, and it'll give you the real ending,
0: uh, or <laughs> it just the fucking jumps off a like- and the next one is co-branded with Saints Row. Like what? If you guys <laughs> like, what if different directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i
1: don't know
3: Hmm. anyway it's weird
1: how much of this did you play
3: um more than i thought that i would uh i think four or five hours maybe oh okay I, I might continue playing it i'm not i didn't bring it up to say that it was a bad game it's actually not bad it's pretty good i enjoy playing it cool it's a well-designed open world game mm-hmm. i like sailing around it's very wind waker nice yeah sweet you don't have to kill dudes you can just sneak around
1: mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I, I've enjoyed most of the time I've spent with Assassin's Creed games, even though they're totally fucking batshit. Yeah,
3: uh, no, they're batshit, but this one is so batshit that
1: it actually is. Right? Like, no, 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 that's the way you about... go. If you're making a game that's <clears> like, <throat> the story just goes off the rails, fucking go off the rails. Yeah, just go for it. If you're gonna any, like if you're, you know, like don't fool yourself, right? Like if you're making a thing that's totally nuts, just go for it. Yep. Doesn't mean I'll necessarily always like it. Like I could never get into Saints Row, but like you might as well, right? Like that's what people like about those games. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, Yeah.
1: Anyway, you guys play any games? Let's take a break. Okay. Thanks again to our sponsor brave wave, a video game oriented music label uh, that recently released the album in flux, which pairs up a bunch of Japanese music composers and Western uh, video game music composers to collaborate on a bunch of tracks. Um, we've talked about them the last few weeks. Like we like it a lot. Our listeners have been really into it. Um, if you go to store.bravewave.net and use the, uh, discount code video games, you can get 10% off anything. They've also let us know that video underscore games now works. Oh my God. No way. Yes. That's the best. So
0: thanks guys. (laughs) That's hilarious. But yeah, if you use that code, you'll get 10% off anything in the store, including the album.
1: Yeah. Including influx. Um, Mm -hmm. speaking of which, um, we wanted to play another track from it that we liked um, I chose this one. Um, this is Iridescence by Marius Massaler. It's the first track on the album. And here you go. Uh, so the composer Marius Massaler is... A video game, I don't know if I'm probably pronouncing that totally incorrectly. Um, He's a video game composer who did the music to Star Command, um, which is a game that I backed on Kickstarter a while back, Um, and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I like this track because it's, I I like it as an album opener because it sounds like a sweeping kind of hopeful track from a really earnest animated film. Um, Like there's little bits of chiptune stuff in there, but I like that it's, I I like that this album spans such a wide diversity of styles and I thought this was a cool example of that.
0: Yeah, so cool. Uh, Thanks, BraveWave. Go to store.bravewave.net and check out Influx.
1: Yep, use discount code video underscore games. It's two words. Nick Brecken, John Q. Video Games. I don't want to be that guy! Your name is John Q. Video Games. I hate it! (laughs) What? You're not called that enough to hate it. (laughs) <laughs> so I was
3: called that once. That's enough. You
1: can't generate- imagine, imagine Someone this. called
3: me that once in my life. John Q. Video imagine Games. Imagine if people called you and video I-
0: games all the time. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Think about that. Yeah, I would run into a wall over and over again. <laughs> you would gyrate wildly. Yeah. And then catch yourself by the bathroom. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, You remember people used to call you that, though, right? John Q. Video Games? It was just once. Oh, really? It was was when when I left. Oh. What? Yeah. Was it like, we miss Nick, John Q. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like,
3: I wish that John Q. Video Games was on, so they (laughs) talked about games.
1: That's really confusing.
3: But now that, I don't know. Instead,
1: they just got that guy, Video Games. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about nothing. (laughs) He never (laughs) talks about Video Games. (laughs)
0: Thanks also to Hulu Plus for sponsoring us this week. Um, some of you guys or probably a lot of you probably know Hulu. It's a television and movie streaming service online. And Hulu Plus is their like paid sort of more... Uh, more stuff version. Yes, yeah, their more stuff version <laughs> where uh, you get... Uh, current season episodes of a ton of shows that are on TV, like The Daily Show, which I watch, and Scandal, which Chris watches. <laughs> Fuck it, I like it. <laughs> I know. Uh, and they've got... I watch that goddamn um, show every week. You love it. It's I'm your favorite show. i I do. Yeah. Um, and they've also got uh, huge back catalog things, like I think they have... I watched a ton of Lost when it was on there. Um, Lost they is still have, on there.
1: Um, it's worth mentioning on Hulu Plus, they have uh, the entire back catalog and most recent season of The Thick of It which is one of my favorite TV shows ever because Hulu actually co-produced season four of The Thick of It. Oh, crazy. If you haven't seen that show, you should watch it. It's amazing. It's on, you can get it at Hulu plus. It's, um, it's a British political, uh, like dark comedy. It's fucking good.
0: And if you don't care about that at all and only care about Dr. Who, you should watch it because the new Dr. Who is in it. If
1: that, if that alternative <laughs> is what justifies the it too. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. Is in the um, yes, true.
0: Nick excitedly pointed out earlier that they also have the Criterion collection on there, which yeah. um, I know the, the television shows on Hulu have ad breaks,
1: uh, but the movies are ad-free. Also few, movies and kids' shows. Also fewer ads on TV shows on Hulu Plus, I've noticed. Okay. Uh, however, if that doesn't entice you, what is the show that they do? Okay. <laughs> so they sent us a lot of copy about stuff. And, yeah, we're just, we, and, uh, we haven't read any of their official ad copy yet except for this line. Uh,
0: yeah, the the thing they gave us is, you'll also get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show, Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, HuluPlus.com slash thumbs. What? The Criterion Collection is an amazing thing to have, and
0: a sh- an original comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. <laughs> <The best>. um, <laughs> All the episodes of that are, at, in fact, available currently with your Hulu Plus <laughs> subscription. If yep. you sign up using huluplus.com slash thumbs, you get two weeks free to check it out, which I think is twice as much as an extra week over the yep. usual free
1: trial. Yep, huluplus.com slash
0: thumbs. Thanks, guys. Is
1: that the fun stones.
3: No, it's just riffing.
1: <laughs> we are but it was also the Flintstones Oh that? Yeah, the vitamins. That's
3: not the Flintstones That's the Flintstones vitamins theme song
1: <laughs> Oh the Flintstones right The Hanna-Barbera <laughs> We're the Flintstones kids I'm actually amazed there never was a Flintstones kids cartoon Yeah you're right Because there was an everything babies and fucking kids right. version That's true
3: The Flintstones kids presented by Flintstones kids vitamins Yeah Flintstones kids vitamins? Uh, Yeah we are we are them. Oh. We're them. We're the Flintstones adults. We grew up. <laughs> we grew up. <laughs> we're here. It's a situation where uh
0: the uh Sean Vanneman vitamin does not exist because Nick Brecken and Vano. Sean Vanneman are too similar in shape. <laughs> the way that there's no uh there's a um Wilma but not a Betty Rebel because those two mm. characters are too similar.
1: Right. Is that the case?
0: Yes. They're too similar, like, in silhouette. I see.
2: Yeah.
1: Replaced with Dino. Man, it's crazy how the Flintstones, like, Flintstones is a kid's, it's a kid's cartoon, and it still completely reflects <clears throat> the hilarious, shitty sitcom trope 60s. of, like, oaf... Oafish fat ass husband and the, what, the most ridiculously well proportioned most ex- yeah. wife.
3: Yep. the most extreme version of that is that show Dinosaurs.
1: Do you remember this? I I remember it, but I don't remember it.
3: You well. remember how there was that baby? There was yeah, oh, I do, I. <laughs> there was a baby, but there was also just yeah, like the big oafish fat just dinosaur fat dad man and hot wife. But it was a yeah. dude in a suit in a dinosaur suit, right? Named I think his name was like Earl or something. Like it uh, yeah. that sounds vaguely familiar. Dino yeah. chat prehistoric
0: yeah. sitcom segment. Mm-hmm. And
1: now, our recurring prehistoric sitcom segment <laughs> Dino Chat. Potato Day. <laughs> God, Potato Day. I still really like that as a name for something.
0: I know you like it.
2: that's oh,
0: good. I mean, someone registered pota- <clears throat> uh, potato Potato.today. Or, no, oh, poda dot, today. dot today. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Did you see that? Yeah. God. That was pretty impressive. They outfitted it with content, too.
0: It's because Dota Today uh, is registered.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone already fucking got Dota dot today. If we start doing Potato Day, would we read the URL out as pota.today or Poté <laughs> Well, you say. <laughs> I couldn't remember
0: the different pronunciations. <laughs> well,
1: it's just if you pronounce, you it as... say
0: pota.today, dot today. I say potay.today.today.
1: Potay.today. dot <laughs> today. <laughs> Okay, today. Visit us at
0: pote.today.
1: I think <laughs> poda we're actually just today. recording the first episode. Of poda. <laughs> Why oh, are poda. we doing idle thumbs? thumbs poda today. This is just recorded today, right now. At poda today. T- we just have to alternate every episode between recording it to it as Potato Day and poda today. <clears throat> nope. Poda. Visit us at pote.today. Poda. Why? thanks again to nature box a uh, snack delivery service I guess is that what you call them yeah they yeah. send you boxes of snacks in the mail according to like whatever size you select and you can also specify the snacks you like and they'll send you those ones um, we are on our second box of our second nature box I guess. Um, full of peas, idle thumbs, pea box. You really like those wasabi peas or something? It was in the first, in the first the, one they sent? Um, God, what were the ones I li- I can't remember. Oh, the ranch peas were the ones I liked. Oh, okay. And then they sent these, um, like, um, I already ate them all, so I can't find the the bag of it, but they country sent. Country ranch peas. Well, country ranch peas are delicious. The barbecue peas are delicious. I um, ate all those, like, pepper chick. The peppery chickpeas. I just tried them all for the first time. Yeah, Nick had, never, Nick had never had these before. Yeah, they're really good. Um, they sent us the like seaweed rice pops, which are pea shaped, but not technically peas. Yeah, they sent us the pea themed containers. Yeah, there's like yeah, it's but si- yeah, it's I don't know. They're, oh, don't... the garlic mandarin peas—that was the <laughs> holy grail that I wanted. <laughs> that's what you. And love. they were totally my favorite ones when they got here. Anyway, naturebox.com/thumbs. You get fifty percent off uh, your first one. Yeah, they're really good. Check them out.
0: Yep, that's oh, pretty good. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good, says Nick Brecken. Naturebox.com/thumbs. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to do this ad? We should just do it while eating nature box snacks. It's fine. It's fine.
1: You're. Bad in
0: it sounds bad in the ear.
1: I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're... I heard we're back. We are back. I heard that from someone. It was me. Yes, we've
0: sailed that sea of advertisements, and we are now back <laughs> to talk about video games. Yeah. Um... I want to talk about a video game. It's it's an iOS game. Mm-hmm. It might be on other systems. I don't actually know. What's it called? Um, it's called Async Corp, A S Y N C, like asynchronous. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it sitting on my phone for a while now, um, and I was on. Uh, a f- I was gone for in Hawaii a couple weeks ago, as you guys probably remember. Like I'm sure everyone remembers how I wasn't on the episode two weeks ago, uh, but on the flight back, I was looking for something to play, and I just loaded this up having downloaded it and not played it like one does with video games. Um, and then it started pulling me in in a in, in pretty intense way. And then I realized that it is a game that would also probably be Chris Ramo destroying. Oh, really? Yes. Async Corp is a tile-based... I'm buying it right now. ...puzzle game.
1: 99 cents. Fuck it.
0: Um, what? No, it's great. The way that... Okay, so... The game has um, two, I think it's like four by six grids of squares, one on the left side of the screen, one on the right side of the screen, and the, the squares can be three one of three different colors. It starts off as just, um, oh, actually, it's four different colors. I'm sorry. It starts off as cyan, maroon, uh, magenta, and black as the four things. Mm-hmm. So what you tr- but it's
1: like They missed a CMYK opportunity.
0: Cyan magenta cyan magenta yellow black. Sorry, I said magenta maroon or something. It is CMYK. Nice. Um, so you can you can only do one thing, which is you can swap a tile from one side to the other side. If that swap will then will create a group of four, or will add on to a group to like to make it a bigger like rectangular shape. So like if you have a two by two of yellow and then above it, there is, there is a yellow and you put a yellow next to that. Mm-hmm. That would be a valid move because it would turn it into a two by three. Mm. So you can move a piece. You swap a left and right piece and you have to create or grow quads on either of the two sides. Um And that's, that's fine. And then also once you've grown one of them, you can tap it and it disappears and the and new blocks fall into take its place. Oh my
1: God. Someone. Okay. I just downloaded this game. Yeah. Someone in a bar – I okay. I flew to New York one time and mentioned on Twitter that I was in SFO going to New York City. And when I landed, I had a tweet from someone who said, hey, come hang out with us at a bar to someone I didn't know. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I I went to the village to go hang out with these people. And one of them showed me this game on his iPhone. Mm -hmm. And I think it wasn't done yet. I think it was a game he was making. Oh, crazy. This game. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it. I could be remembering that wrong. I'm sorry, dude, if I'm like making that up, or maybe it was your friend and he, he had this game. Like, I don't know. So I remember someone showing me this game in development in New York at a bar one time.
0: It it has uh, multiple modes, but the one that I've been playing the most is um, it's not the first one listed in the UI, but it's the one called Async. And I have not yet completed it because I'm bad at this game, and I'm sure Chris would fucking destroy it in a second. But the objective of the Async mode of Async Corp is to fill up one side or the other in full with one color four times. And it becomes increasingly tough because at first you can sort of play both sides of the board and sort of try to fill up different colors and just see what ends up being in your favor. And then you're like, oh, cool. I made one entire side of yellow. Clear it. And then you can't go for yellow anymore. Yellow pieces are then basically just toxic or are only valuable for trading back and forth because you're trying to get... Magento cyan, and black, but then by the end we are like, "Fuck, I just need to make I've not ever completed my fourth table in this game, but i've I've already dumped hours into this stupid game, yeah, and it also has it has other modes, one of which is uh, a more sort of standard make x number of matches before time runs out um there's one i don't know it's given your enjoyment of threes sure. and things mm-hmm. like this, yeah.
1: Uh, no, I remember liking it when I played it in that circumstance, so I'm, I'm sure I'll like it. It also predates
0: also. three's thing of there being faceless tile blocks that then literally have this exact Become same style faces, of, like, wacky yeah. faces that uh, have slightly different personalities as it gets bigger. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't... It's a hard game to des- to describe, but if you... If you're playing things like threes and are looking for another game like them, <laughs> <laughs> sure. This one
1: is. It looks like this has some kind of fictional wrapper where, like, you're. Yeah,
0: it's called Async Corp because you're a worker at Async Corp. So the main menu kind of is a little bit of a UI, like a desktop UI, and you the different game types are actually different tasks that you, as the worker, are completing. But that mm. it's not that rel. It's kind of like Assassin's it's Creed kinda, Four. Uh, it's sort of. You know. It's got. It's. Um, you actually work at Animus Corporation, but it's kind. Of, <laughs> you're in a corrupt. This is the, this is the game on your, your Animus iPad that yes. you play this in is, between meetings. Yeah, this is the, <laughs> this is the second screen experience for Assassin's Creed 4, right. Async Corp. Uh-huh. Um, no, I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> it's one of the games of this kind that seems incredibly simple, and then the more that you play it, the more you realize someone actually put a fair amount of thought into it. Right. And it's also a really just a very polished. Um, it's not as flashy as threes is about it, but it's, sure. it's, over, it's pretty clean. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, this game is, I already know it's good. <laughs> I already beat it. No, I just mean it's weird. It's crazy that you bring it up. Cause I, it like, I, it's gave me this weird flashback to that. to like that evening is weird. That's time weird when you thing. invented it in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Shyamalan. <laughs> Anyway,
0: yeah, cool. That is actually what would make it an Assassin's Creed esque yeah, story, I think, right. if it turns out that
3: the credits roll and if, as you, made you that game. plunge
0: into this, it's noticed your uh, game center account is Chris Ramo, and then it somehow includes content from the time that you saw the game in a bar, <laughs> and then it asks you to rate it. But that's actually it—just trolling you for an App Store rating, which you dismiss. Yeah. Oh, is there an iOS version? There's no way there's an iOS or mobile version of that Assassin's Creed game, but if that conceit fucking shows up on a system that has Rate This Game <laughs> dialogue boxes, oh, no. do not rate them. Do not. You're just <laughs> contributing to the problem. <laughs> yeah, does it have a no thanks button also in Assassin's Creed 4? <laughs> to rate the missions? It would be so good. Rate this mission one to
3: five stars. No uh, thanks. Nah, no, you, can, you don't have to do it. You can skip it. Yeah.
0: Does it say no thanks, though? That's the text that it needs. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ask me again and later. Yeah. Turn off notifications. Um. Anyway, sorry, whatever. Async. I have not a lot to say about it other than to describe it because I don't have a wacky story about how it destroyed my life. Yeah. Um, I'll save that for... It just destroyed your vacation. It didn't. It made my plane ride home really good because I played a bunch of it. Cool. I was playing a different iOS game that I got stuck in and mad at. Oh, yeah. I was playing Black Bar and I got super pissed because oh. I couldn't figure out one arbitrary screen. Uh-huh so i'm that's that's what made me look for other games that i had that uh. didn't require the internet <laughs> right. and then i ended up just playing that instead for the rest of the flight and being bad at it
1: wait so how did you get it if you
0: weren't oh because you already I had already it yeah some yeah. guy a bar told me to put it on my phone <laughs> <laughs> um anyway that's all that i have to talk about cool one Sweet. phone game
1: you guys want to do some robot news we haven't done robot news in a while
0: because there hasn't been okay. That's not true. Because last week we talked about how there's a robot in our That's office true. rolling around that our phases can go on, which Nick almost crashed. Oh yeah,
1: Nick. I didn't. Crash you pressed it. a turn I button and it, it tripped on a cord. Crash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I walked out of here and because you were playing with the robot, and it just looked like a robot was going crazy out in of the office because like what that thing has a uh, like Segway style gyroscopic yeah. Uh, yeah. base. I so was when playing it, with it. When, it fucking, with its when mind. it fucking tries to catch itself, that's, but it can't.
3: I was playing with its sense of self worth. It's
0: so good at balancing itself, but it starts moving so fast. Like, it looked like the robot was enraged <laughs> yeah, and well, was throwing a fit. Well, it was there was just, that
3: time, and then there was the time where it just started slamming into the wall. <laughs> like, it's just face first. No, that was the speed. end. That was the end of it. Oh, I guess that was just the end. Because I walked it, yeah. out and
0: I saw it because we put that video <laughs> games t shirt on it because it has a little hanger for clothes. God. <laughs> it was swinging around just like it looked like a muppet that was enraged and then yeah it, it did. ended it by just, like just a, smacking its face in it the looked wall like a broom times.
3: handle just like just dunking cold. against the wall yeah just Crazy. full tilt
0: anyway that's not the real robot news the real robot news is that google bought a fucking quadcopter <laughs> drone company
1: yeah so uh yeah which isn't it's bonkers so it's fine um let's see here a lot of people sent this to us this week um Google buys Titan... a lot of
0: robots. Tried lot... <laughs> to delete those emails.
1: Google buys Titan Aerospace, makers of solar-powered high-altitude drones. The Wall Street Journal reports that Google is purchasing Titan Aerospace, makers of high-altitude solar-powered drone aircraft.
0: Wait, and drone I... aircraft is not quadcopter stuff. It's no, like... it's aircraft. They're so... fucking
1: crazy planes. No,
0: it's... yeah. Well... Wait, that's another part of the Terminator opening. I'm Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I thought and, it was okay. just quadcopters. This, this is the part you know, that blew my mind just even... Like this blew my mind even more than the previous half of the sentence. And a company that the report notes Facebook was also in talks with earlier yeah. this year. Why are internet companies competing to buy drone companies? It's beca- Why do all these companies want drones?
3: They're using them to broad I don't
1: Sure is. they are. It's it's so weird. They're buying them to Benevolent. to broadcast Surely. robots Surely. onto our There's houses.
0: No. <laughs> Makers of autonomous Self-propelled drones and autonomous self-propelled drone big dog mounts.
1: Google said the Titan team will work closely with Google's Project Loon, That's which is building large altitude shifts. balloons that send internet signals to areas Project of the world that are currently Loon not online. Project Loon, short for
0: balloon. Uh...
1: Titan says its drones will be able to collect real-time high-resolution images of the Earth and of you. Uh, mm-hmm. Carry other atmospheric sensors and support voice and data services. The type of support. technology could also help other Google businesses, including its maps division. Sure. Yeah, okay. Well, that's it's actually, just to help us with our maps. That's
0: actually a valid application for this. If you have autonomous planes, I imagine that it would be then a relatively, like, I was going to say cheap, but not cheap, but relatively mathematically quantifiable operation for then snapping all of your own map data.
1: I know. I'm but- just saying that's where it starts. They have it. They have a, they have a right, Google. A slippery slope. It can yeah. also Say drop
0: that... l- l- loons. loons. <laughs> it can also drop autonomous
3: floating surveillance devices
0: and robots. Mm-hmm.
3: There's a there's an this additional is just, there's this a statement. Is where there's like the machine put, army, and there are just like different characters within that army, like yeah, Terminator. Yeah. Where yeah. there's like the big robot guy, then they're like the little guys, and like this yeah, is just like the blimp airship with like right. the well, little, little like it, you know like anemones just like floating, floating around, around it, it, you know, yeah. just like
1: circling it, you know, so you mm-hmm. can't attack it. Yeah. These things are going to yeah. launch out of a bay in yeah, the, the right yeah, it's, <laughs> it's still early days, but atmospheric satellite. This is a Google's statement. It's still early days, but atmospheric satellites could help bring internet access to millions of people and help solve other problems, including disaster relief and environmental damage. Wait, what damage, do those have to like do with drones that
0: fly quickly?
1: They, they broadcast the internet. <laughs> you have Wi Fi now? You don't anymore? Dis- disaster relief and environmental damage, like deforestation. Disaster relief, what does that mean? Dropping things on people? Interesting. Dropping food packs on people? What else can be dropped on people? Overpopulation.
0: Disaster causing, disaster relief. (laughs) Deforestation. Forestation, deforestation. Good surveillance, bad surveillance.
3: Uncontrolled yep. birth birth rates.
0: Smaller <laughs> <Just> drone deployments. <laughs> Uncontrolled birth rates. <laughs> disaster control. Population control. Wait, did we say disaster control? Disaster relief. Population control.
1: Wait, did we say population control? Population just relief. <laughs> control. <laughs> we're going to relieve you of this burden. Of here just, of it's your, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're fucked, obviously.
0: Autonomous murder of military dissonance. <laughs> Dissonance? Dissonance. Um, Of of human dissonance? (laughs) Human dissonance. (laughs) Of life dissonance? Yeah. Anyway.
2: Apparently, yeah.
0: Mm. Facebook got Oculus, though. They settled. Yeah. They were going for crazy autonomous. Also, Amazon wants to
1: build drones. Actually, they
0: killed someone. Titan Aerospace's
1: website has now just been deleted and just covered with a big page that says. It's got a gif of a, a skull laughing. Like yeah, right.
3: Of a coming gig, chrome skull mm-hmm. with flame <laughs> reflected in it. <laughs> just.
1: But none of the other subpages on it even load anymore. They're all just 404. Yeah, it was a startup. Um, sure. And now um, just it, just, it just has a big Google and Titan logo on the front page. Weird. Also, Google Robots is moving into an office, like, mere blocks away from our office.
0: Yeah. It's across the street from Dear Mom. So, yeah. maybe now, the like, that block is now becoming the most concentrated talked about block on Idle Thumbs. That's but Basically, <laughs> if Clint Hawking's new Amazon team somehow is making the true Far Cry 2 successor in the, uh, on the next corner of that intersection,
1: right. we have to move back over there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Everything is there. Yeah. Also, yeah, we've never haven't mentioned that, have we? That Clint Hawking is making a new game. He was one of the.
0: He's got an, one of the. He's one of the Amazon teams for the Amazon like Fire thing.
1: Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Fire TV. Yeah, those guys suddenly announced a whole bunch of games and stuff, um, but I don't know anything about. Obviously, Clint. Oh, they're, the
0: Titan Aerospace drones don't look super malicious. No, they never do. The drones like. They're just like kind of like floaty guys. Military attack drones that actually oh, that are true. just deployed.
3: And, yeah, this is actually meant, just wreck I a kind of, Those things look the, fucking terrifying. These look yeah. like gliders. know like, what I knew about this, I was like, yeah, hey, does this qualify as robot news?
1: Yes! Yeah, it obviously does. I mean, it does. does,
3: but it's not...
1: That's how they get you. Eh. Okay, these are less
0: terrifying
3: than I thought. They're far these less These look very majestic. They're very, like, They're this sleek. There's just a glimpse and, and just. It's, it's like a nice day in Holland. I it's mean, a, this is not. This it's is a really glider. not like Holland. It's, right, it's, okay. okay. <laughs> it's
0: a pretty glider. Okay. It's a pretty glider. It's a pretty glider. As my voice is digitized <laughs> yeah. and synthesized. Uh-huh. and... By yep. an overhead a drone passing by. Right, my, I was imagining it. Right, a yeah. Laser, it's, it's the just Gene like, Hackman conversation situation where it's <laughs> going by and you just And then. Uh, a robot thumb is taken off the button <laughs> because these robots because <laughs> it knows that you're not a threat also these robots bother to build a thumb that can press a button <laughs> they were just, the, the google sentient robot army was also entranced with the th- uh yeah. the 3s robot from last week so they've right. decided to now build but it
1: doesn't articulate articulate it doesn't, articulate, yeah, it doesn't lift
0: off the button it just goes and weirdly like gyrates and spins on one <laughs> axis off the button yeah um because I said, oh, it looks like it's just a cute glider. So, these things are just cute. It's not, it's not bad. It's not a robot. <laughs> That's a good point. Their um, key art does feature lens flares glistening off of the robot. It's true. Anyway, uh, whatever. Everyone's really excited about these. <laughs> okay. The thing that would be fantastic is if that Google barge <laughs> rolled into a city. <laughs> It's it's like the like door of it A open. thousand <laughs> fucking things yeah, like fly out. Three thousand yeah. these fucking things. It's just stuff. a carrier,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they all sound like that. They, they all sound like bees. Big dogs? <laughs> they just sound <laughs> like bees. <laughs> flying I, they probably the aren't
0: prop based, but if they are, it isn't <laughs> <laughs> they probably are actually.
3: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> If that happens, but it's just masked with the one big dog that was uh, <laughs> right. worming its way out of there, where children are just like, <gasps> pointing at these beautiful, uh, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, like eight of them are carrying
3: a big the dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. On yeah, like, Oh,
1: God. Yeah. Eight of them.
3: Eight of Just, yeah. carrying a
1: big dog aloft. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, they are
3: prop-based.
1: Yes. Of course. Oh, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thousands of them looking like some sort of, like, just anime opening title right. sequence. yeah, yeah. 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 Where they spend all the money animating, like, weird paper and airplanes blowing around and stuff, and a bad song plays. They'd also, out of huge, like, eastern block... Propaganda PA speakers <laughs> play fucking shitty anime closing credits music as five thousand of these robots come flying out of a barge, and one big dog comes out. But that big dog, of course, leaves a little like stamp footprint in the mud, and then some water right. pools in it, and water a rose lands in it, lands yep. in it. Yep. Right. and then it turns to black and white,
1: and then it's over. And then we turn to dead. <laughs> and
0: then we turn into skulls,
1: <laughs> yeah. which are also crushed Rotating. by the big dog. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's probably the fifth Terminator movie or however... Oh, it's... And then probably, like... Did you
1: read about,
0: about like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's press quote for the new Terminator movie? Because he's not the governor of anything anymore. So he can just fucking be in a Terminator movie full, like, whole hog. But his quote was so outrageous. Oh, man. I did not hear about this. (laughs) It was just... He said something that, um... uh, I'm not going to find it. He he obviously said a long quote That then just got got cut down To be like Schwarzenegger will play Aged Terminator Or something <laughs> <laughs> Oh man that, then he's, You know he's like oh it's made of human Skin so they age or whatever But like oh <laughs> Yeah it's, I think it is Aged Terminator Arnold reveals Terminator has Aged in new movie <laughs> Arnold, comma, aged, comma, reveals Terminator has also aged. <laughs> yeah. He's excited about how because it's made of human skin above the robot that if they hang out they become old. <laughs> Sorry. Uh whatever. He's it is Terminator five, and Arnold is confirmed uh, to be an aged Terminator. Good. But that film will open with that bullshit I just described about uh big dogs and anime.
1: The way the character is written, it's a machine underneath. Yeah. It's this metal skeleton, but above that, it's human flesh, and the, the Terminator's flesh ages, just like any other human being's flesh. Maybe not as fast, but it definitely ages, says the former governor.
0: Yeah, okay. says Governor Schwarzenegger. California governor emeritus. <laughs> I guess you can't be a governor emeritus. Well, he is one. Wouldn't that be really demeaning to all presidents if they were called president emeritus? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that mean though that like you would be your you're a previous president kind of who's like still sitting advisor. here? On... Yeah. You're like
1: a, yeah, you're kind of a weird uh, sort of semi permanent. Imagine if position. the United States
0: government included president emeritus as a job where you are just like, well, that's not what I would do. Just <laughs> at
1: the back of every meeting, like fuck you, you're it through. Your time's up. God, yet another example of something that would have been introduced. Well, that's actually kind of like the deal with Supreme Court justices, right? Like when it was determined constitutionally. That Supreme Court justices should serve until they die. People didn't live till they were like a hundred. Right. At least not very often. So that the like the Chamber of Presidents Emeritus would just, as generations go on, just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Till, till, Did you, you say
0: the Chamber of Presidents Emeritus?
1: Yeah. Okay, good. So like a century from now, it would just be like twenty bickering right, old guys.
0: We accidentally form a House of Lords out of fucking right. Presidents Emeritus. Out of four
1: presidents? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully else. they just call it the Hall of Presidents and then also include the Disney World animatronic <laughs> old presidents who can just repeat their like thirty lines. It's just Futurama
1: at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But with also with living Also with the actual former presidents, yes.
0: And then also the sitting president is just like, fuck, it's Presidents <laughs> Emeritus Day.
1: It's fucking yeah. Tuesday afternoon. What if all decision what if all presidential like uh uh like Let's go listen to signing, George Bush Jr., if, George
0: Bush Senior, and an animatronic Ronald Reagan who can only deliver one speech. Talk to what me if, about policy. What if
1: every time the president signed off on a bill or something, it had to be voted on by all presidents? It must be emeritus. notarized. Like, by, no, like what if what oh. if that became just a body, like a. The executive branch just became another deliberative body like the <laughs> legislative branch. I'm the president of the presidents. <laughs> when my eight years are up, or four, I
0: guess, if I do a bad job of ruling over everyone else that you voted for,
1: <laughs> I'll also still be here. I'll just, I'll just keep hanging out. Like if you were impeached, to, activist wonder, presidents <laughs> are forming a cabal to put. Like,
0: yeah. It's fine. What are we talking about?
1: No, we're talking about how Google bought that glider company. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're talking about something else now. Um, David Huang writes, "FTL Advanced right, it's President's Edition, President's Emeritus." Hey thumbs. Oh, wait, what did he actually say? He said, "Hey thumbs." No,
0: no, no, no. The email. I, I. Oh, he, uh, FTL Advanced Edition. FTL AE. Yes,
1: After Earth. FTL Beyond Earth. Um, hey thumbs. I've been playing the new update for FTL, and I have a story to share. One of the new editions is a species called called the Lanius. or oh, something. They don't require oxygen oxygen to survive, and in fact drain it out of any room they're in. The Lanius ship's starting crew is two Lanius and one human. It also comes equipped with a new cloning bay. Cloning bay? The cloning bay replaces the med bay and automatically creates a clone of a crew member if they die, as well as healing a slight amount every jump. That's awesome. I needed one more achievement to unlock the B layout for the Lanius ship, so I decided to try for the one where you have to get to Sector 8 without using your oxygen levels going over 20%. Oh, crazy. Previous attempts at this were foiled by the new hacking system being used in my door control, which automatically shuts all the doors and caused my oxygen levels to rise before I realized what was going on. So to prevent this, I turned off my oxygen in addition to venting the ship. Also, these updates sound rad also. I know. Yeah. Um, all the, like, interjections of, wow, that sounds yeah. cool, are me. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in order to prevent this, I turned off my oxygen in addition to venting the ship. This caused my human crew member to slowly asphyxiate, only to be resurrected by the ship's <laughs> cloning bay, and shortly after slowly asphyxiate all over again. It created a horrible narrative in my mind where the poor human crew member was repeatedly killed over and over again, while his two other crew members simply watched him die again and again. He's created the prestige. Yeah. Then during one battle, the cloning bay took some damage and went offline. If a crew member dies while the bay is offline, they will die permanently if the bay is not brought back online quickly enough. I sent my human crew member over there to repair the bay, but he was unable to accomplish the task in time and perished for the final time. My internal narrative concluded that he was tired of his endless cycle of death and rebirth, so he intentionally failed his task to end his nightmare. His sacrifice was a noble one, though, because I did manage to get the achievement and unlock the other ship layout, which means others of his kind will be forced to endure his Sisyphean existence. Um, so as for the actual question, have any of you played the new FTL update yet? Keep up with the great work, David, a.k.a. Secret Asian Man. Um, P.S. I forgot to mention that by an amazing coincidence, the crew named the human crew member Brecken. What? Why was that not? Why didn't you? <laughs> well, I bring my amazing wizard This mention. story about it's this an guy, email. you can die and getting killed over and over again in his futile life,
0: was Nick Brecken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, PPS, the vinyl record is fantastic and is tempting me to buy a turntable. Um, if, by the way, if you want one of those the Idle Thumbs vinyl records, go to store. because we have a single digit number of them left, um, so they're going to run out soon. Um,
0: Unless you're a Kickstarter backer, if you're a Kickstarter backer, still you still somewhere. have
1: yours. But please do that as soon as you can. Yeah,
0: yep. If you, are, yeah, if you are a Kickstarter backer, I know Chris just said this, but go and get one of those because we're scarce on main inventory, but we're still flush on Kickstarter inventory because, yeah. As we I all mean, know, from back ideally, is-
1: ideally, all the Kickstarter people would would um, redeem theirs, and then we can figure out if we have any actual ones left and yep. sell them. Anyway, um, uh. I have not, I, I played this for like half an hour, 45 minutes today when I remembered that it was out. This is FTL Advanced Edition, so if you already own FTL on PC, this is a free expansion. They also released it on iPad, and I've heard that it's really good on iPad. Which FTL's got to be good on iPad, Yeah, right? it makes sense. It's all like pointing at things and clicking on them. It's all um, poignant things and clicking so on them. <laughs> This, apparently it is. Um, uh, yeah, I, I
3: actually bought it on an iPad. The nice thing is that they've oriented it, they, they've shifted the UI a little bit so that you use just two thumbs and you're just grasp oh, cool. the sides of it. So nice. it actually works pretty well. Oh,
1: that's good. Um, so yeah, I got the update on PC and it, I mean, it seems good, but it's one of those sort of civilization style expansions where it just stuff is added throughout the game. It's not as though there's like not a new, new mode or yeah. like a new level or something. That's cool so, though. That's such a cool game no, no, like, for this game. Totally. A especially game you hearing play all those, again, those again. examples
0: coming up in that guy's email. Yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I started playing it again today and it was weird getting back into it because I... The year that game came out, which I think was 2012, I played more of it than any other game probably. Um, so I've played a lot of that game, but I also haven't played it in like a year and a half at this point. So... Mm-hmm. It it's one of those games that really rewards familiarity. Um, so I had that kind of like getting back on a bike after years experience, you know, where it's like, Oh, I remember how this goes, but it feels kind of shaky. Uh, right. But I want to play more of it with the new expansion for sure. Um, let's see. Christopher Taylor writes the adjective super dear thumbs. I just started listening to idle thumbs for the first time. I binged pretty hard, listening backwards from episode 149-ish to 120-ish in about a month. Around episode 135, I found myself using terms like Baroque far more often than I used to, but I didn't really attribute it to anything specific. Sorry. However, <laughs> however this morning was different. My operations management professor called on me to define and explain the term concentric diversification. Under ordinary circumstances, concentric diversification is the, product, is the process of expanding a company's product offerings to a market closely related, related to the one it's already in, like Apple moving from phone, phones to tablets. Instead of that simple explanation, the last month of listening to Idle Thumbs took over, and I described it as, quote, a super interesting way of describing the arcane methods by which many well-known companies expanded to similar markets. It's usually super good if a company can do it successfully. The professor (laughs) responded, why is it so super? I replied, what do you mean? What's super? He says, you just described concentric diversification as both super interesting and super good. I was taken aback. I didn't hear those words come out of my mouth. I let out some stupid response and sat there and thought, recollecting, uh, recollecting about my conversations over the last week, featuring me using super to demonstratively describe almost everything. I tried to let it go and return to the presence. I, I, I drove home after class, ended open up, uh, after class ended up. Gee, I can't read it right now. I drove home after class ended, opened up Elder Scrolls Online, and fired up episode 151, Piercing the fourth, dim- fourth Dimension. I was just casually questing when the group starts discussing phrases banned from writing. Paraphrasing, Sean explains that, How You Holding Up was banned from Walking Dead, and Chris responds with, That's super good. <laughs> <laughs> and then it hit me. Thank you for having a nice Friday, Chris. P.S.F. Nick Brecken.
0: Oh. Oh, man. What he really? means really? to say is, Congrats, Nick. Yeah. yeah.
1: He meant fantastic
0: really.
3: Nick Brecken. Yeah.
0: Super Nick Brecken.
1: Yep. <laughs> Super Nicks and Breckens. Super, Super
3: Nick good. Brecken 64.
1: Um, Richmond Conciso. That's an interesting name. That's a cool name. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Conciso, perhaps. Uh, writes Hi, Thumbs. I've been a listener for about as long as I first listened to podcasts, around 2009. I'd like to thank you for all the hours of entertainment. Here's my question Do you frequent gaming community websites like Gamers With Jobs or NeoGAF? Have you ever made lasting friendships on such websites, or have you ever made a friend just playing a game? I don't know whether I'm socially inept online, but try as I might, it's hard to take someone named Mr. Puppy Bunny or lick my expletive seriously as someone I rubber friend. Cheers.
3: We are all friends because we're of the all internet. that. Yeah, we're <laughs> yep. all that because of ShackNews.com. Yeah.
0: And, I Idol, Thumb, and No, I knew Chris because of Adventure Gamers, yeah, Jake, oh, and I right. knew
1: Nick. I hired Nick yeah. for his first job out of college through the Shack News community, yeah. and yeah. because he had written an article for the original Idle Yeah, website. so...
3: But only because I saw you post on ShackNews.com, right? I mean...
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying like it's yeah, le- it goes the- all the way back. It's yeah. way less the case
0: now for me, but definitely like right at the end of high school and like a sort of band of a couple of like starting and ending a couple of years either side of college. Yeah. A ton of my friendships and just sort of like social yeah. circle yeah. came it's- entirely from the internet from like hanging out in a very specific community or communities for a long time mm-hmm. like IRC chat rooms and Web forums or people with whom I ran websites like that's just the people who were my friends.
1: In my case, it's always been a it's always been it's been different to that for me. But mm-hmm. but like in my case, I've directly met relatively few people that way. But the ones I have have been super important. I've been what super oh. duper super very important relationships. So like Jake. It's weird. I was thinking about this recently actually coincidentally before we got this email like I don't know a week or two ago like meeting you specifically ruined your fucking is, life is the thing that essentially created the life I have I now. know sorry it's fine uh, like we made idle thumbs together with also with some other people and that has essentially led to my entire professional career fully um, as well as like essentially to like meeting nick as well definitely Sean, um my girlfriend um like it's a w- you're the nexus of my you're welcome <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it, yeah it's it's interesting cuz like yeah also steve gainer i met steve gainer yes because of the internet yep um yeah Basically, all of the friends that I have at this point with a couple of very specific exceptions that go way back in my life are people who I met and became incredibly close friends with because of the Internet, like in the early 2000s and people who I've met just because I work with them or live in San Francisco. And that's Mm -hmm. like and then, yeah, yeah, a couple friends who just go infinitely far back to when I was a small person.
1: Right. But yeah. yeah, in my case, it didn't start until I was in college which is when I met you. But before that I never had the experience. Yeah, of...
0: it's funny cuz I don't seek out any of that sort of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea if it still happens. Like do people hang out on NeoGAF and then have like Yeah. Gaff meets where people go and hang out together? For sure. Well, Idle
1: Thumbs people do that. I mean, Idle Thumbs people Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we don't when we don't organize our own Idle Thumbs meets, Idle Thumbs the community just organizes That's their own. True. Those are awesome.
0: Cuz yeah, there was I think an Idle Thumbs meetup at PAX at, East. At G- well, there was one East oh, at that we couldn't go to, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. They yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I always feel bad for not going to the Out of Thumbs ones when I can't make it.
1: We go to most of them. I mean, I feel like we've been to most of the ones at or, at I events know. we've gone to. I know. But yeah, I yeah, do It's like...
0: weird. I, like, I used to go hang out with you guys at Shack News community meetups at people's houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those mm. were really fun, actually. Yeah, those were good. Mm. Except for that one where that girl got super drunk and kept demanding we go to an Irish oh, pub yeah, or Irish drink coffee. an Irish coffee. <laughs> Yep, it's a
1: very specific uh, request. <laughs> she made it many times. Oh,
0: she also played the first song on the first Guitar Hero. Over, yeah, it over was. Again, I love rock time. and roll, right? Man, oh yeah.
1: no, mm-hmm. oh
0: that that party was the first time I ever actually really played Guitar Hero in I any. Think I, I think me too. In any material way, and I was like, "Wow, this game is awesome!" Also, I now know why this game is annoying. Like, I like <laughs> the whole spectrum of Guitar Hero yeah, was revealed yeah, yeah. in one party by just making sure that it was on the entire time. Mm-hmm. Whatever, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were good. Internet. Yep.
3: Hmm. Nick's live journal. I hate you so much. <laughs> you have ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't remember. Somebody tweeted at me. I'm not I'm not doing this. What are you this. doing? Where are you going? I'm not what what are you talk- doing with this. What nope. Is- nope. Nope. Eh. No. Eh. What's next mail, Chris?
0: <laughs> Brecken's live journal. God damn it, dear Nick! Fuck Nick! Fuck off,
1: (laughs) dear Nick! I was that guy on Twitter that one time. Please Uh, tell that story again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember how I was talking about the good parts of the internet, and then I accidentally derailed it all? Like how you made that robot go crazy earlier? That was that was just uh, a premonition. Damn it! You will be that wacky, angry broomstick robot, but the wall will be my face.
1: (laughs) Wow. Are we moving on? Yes. Okay. We've been done for a while. We have been okay, done for a while. We have one more email and we close it out. Oh, sorry. That's a long one. It's not one that we're going to respond to. It's just an interesting anecdote. Paul Meekin writes Hey, Thumbs, I was listening to the fantastic discussion on South Park Roger Ebert game criticism, and I figured I'd toss my two cents into the mix. I worked for, I worked for Roger Ebert for seven months during the short lived revival of At the Movies that was on PBS and hosted by um, Ignatiev uh, uh, Vishnevsky, I don't know how to pronounce that name, and AP movie critic Christy Lemire. I got the gig after starting my own movie review show in college, The Price of Admission, which has made over 100 episodes in the last couple of years. I'd been also reviewing movies for Streetwise, a magazine sold by homeless people, and Star Pulse, which was an entertainment site. Um, it was kind of a Slumdog Millionaire thing. Everything I did for the college show ended up applying and helping the nationally televised show, uh, which had a very, very small production staff, to the point where the movie clips weren't in HD until I came along and helped with some codec stuff. Beyond the fact that I had access to every movie ever made, um, check out Passion, which has John Turturro dancing the entire time. The thing I looked forward to most was to possibly pick e- Roger Ebert's brand about video games. I'd seen the man during screenings, but due to his cancer and lack of lower jaw, he was unable to speak. Um, he was in the middle of promoting his memoir during the time, but in- so instead I got to pick the brain of his wife, Chaz. Some takeaways. One, Roger Ebert's favorite game of all time is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. He's also <laughs> reviewed games before on a lark. Good fact. I know that's true because I read a review one time Roger Ebert wrote of this, like, Crazy interactive museum experience or something, weird. and it had no, like he he used to occasionally just review video games, but they were like weird video games. I don't know. It's a fascinating like the
0: Versailles s- interactive CD ROM, yeah, shit like, yeah, yeah, like that.
1: It's super strange. Ah, um, uh, yeah,
3: I do vaguely remember something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Weird. Uh, that never came up for some reason when yeah.
0: when all the Roger Ebert, no one pulled that review where he hailed Burn Cycle as the <laughs> like. No one pulled of-
3: that review where he talked about how his favorite character
1: is Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of game, on games versus art, a point most missed is that Ebert said only the best movies achieve that particular art status. He made an example in his blog that Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two is a great superhero movie, but not necessarily great art. Um. Uh, anyway, he, he tells a thing about Walking Dead that I don't want to go into. Whoa, um, that's no, fine. <laughs> it's no, I mean it's not a bad thing. Um, <sighs> he compares. It talks. It's not worth explaining. It's just a long digression. It's fine. Um, Three, the difference between games criticism and film criticism is the bubble. For Mr. Ebert, he would hear of various films, but generally speaking, with three to six screenings a week and three to six reviews to write, plus essays, plus blogs, the opportunity to get hyped and keep ahead of news was limited. Conversely, gaming is an enthusiast press. Those who write the most about it care the most and are struggling to make their voices heard. So hype and reputation and such play a far larger role in the digestion of a piece of media than it would for a movie Roger Ebert reviewed. Anyway, I have some good stories and insights into gaming and film criticism I gleaned from the guy, and I've included a picture of myself standing in front of uh, Ebert's painting of Orson Wells and a naked cherub to, provo- to prove I worked there, and hope a couple of these insights provide a little more clarity into a subject that was kind of scattershot across the internet. P.S. As a new listener, you guys are missing out on iOS. So much good stuff there. Kingdom Rush, I swear to God, feels like a Blizzard game. Um, yeah, that's, I thought that was an interesting yeah. first-hand account.
0: Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm yeah Yeah. awesome thanks for writing that in also mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who's been sending in super good reader mail for like like it's been a, it's a, been a rash of it good. for a, yeah, we put <laughs> a... <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. what did i say it's been super good i said super good reader
3: mail <laughs> yeah <laughs> what?
0: What? it
4: has <laughs> been the <episode>. shut
3: up <laughs> the, it, the episode's it's over it super ended good fuck you it ended on fuck 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 that was the end of the episode sorry uh, it
0: probably was <laughs> i wanted to plug the store but we plugged it up <laughs> No, we
4: actually should plug the store. Oh, we got this super good store. The
0: store's doing fucking fine. We should let <laughs> everybody
4: know that we put up a t-shirt poll for the new shirt that it was, was going super good to pole. be in oh, the store. <laughs> and yeah, the one that has won. roll, Chris, you're good at music. Drum roll Not sound. out of
1: my mouth. Okay, good.
4: Uh, was the 80s by a large yeah, margin. Yeah, by
1: more than 50% more than 50% of all votes yeah. were for the 80s. Yeah,
4: and we had a lot of votes, like a ton, so thank you so much. We'll probably do this again with future shirts. Apparently,
0: even the people in the Fulfillment Center were like, the people who stocked They had a the horse in the race. And it's and it's in the cup, they were like, 80s shirt, <laughs> yeah.
4: So, uh, yeah, <laughs> That, is, that, that is a
1: coral t-shirt with a neon blue and white Idle Thumbs logo. It's fucking awesome. It's I super love it. good.
4: I am so glad then it won i am super glad chris <laughs> thanks thanks anyway uh it's thanks, up Sean. right now for sale. so what we're gonna do is let people order them for like a week or so before we put in our initial run and then they'll be out to you probably in like three weeks but then they'll be in the store for a while so yeah, if you
0: just go to the idle Thumbs site there's a store link at the top or yep. you can go to Net. yeah thank you yeah. guys for voting on shirts yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> goodbye
0: no it's over and when nick said it was over
1: yeah that's true <laughs>
0: For some reason, I was thinking about talking about nothing when walking back from the bathroom. Because, oh, we should talking about Jay Allard. And for some reason, that made me think about Robert Koo. And if he had encountered us in an alternate dimension instead of Penny Arcade, he would have just said, oh, you guys are dumb and have bad ideas. <laughs> and walked away. That would have been really sad. <laughs> Look what you've done. Look what's behind you. You're the ruiner. You're the- Look at Jay. I sit here. You've ruined it. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>